Hello and welcome to Yes, You Are Brave. This is a podcast where we are going to set off on a journey together to find and build our brave, where we explore all the ways that you have been brave and all the ways that you can be brave again. Because even though we may have forgotten or we may have fallen out of practice, we're all brave. And I'm on a mission to prove it and help you believe that yes, you are brave. Hello and welcome to another episode of Yes, You Are Brave. So today, I told myself I would record this because I feel like there's some things that need to be said that are not always. Today we're going to talk about um, being brave enough to mourn in the moment. And I'm going to explain that a little bit. And what I mean by that, what I mean by that is I think sometimes we push our feelings back. We decide that I don't have time to deal with you right now. So we're going to push you back. We're going to We're just going to hold off on this. We're not going to deal with this right now. I just don't have time for you now. I feel like I've done that a lot. I've almost had that conversation with my feelings and with what what's coming up of I don't have time for you right now. I can't handle it. So instead of letting those feelings come and letting them letting myself feeling them, instead of doing that, I just push them to the side and I move on and I try to push through and I try to force myself to go about my day and to be okay. And I have to tell you that that is probably the biggest bunch of crap I have ever put myself through. Because here's what I've learned about feelings. They don't go away just because you ignore them. They don't go away just because you shove them under the rug. They don't. They don't go away. They just sit there and they wait for you. Feelings are like the dishes. They're really patient and they'll just wait. They'll sit there. It's okay. I got nothing but time. I'll wait till you're ready to deal with me. Dishes don't go away because you ignore them. They just sit there and wait. And feelings are the same way. So today, today my dad would be 78 years old. And it's funny because birthdays weren't a huge deal in my family or they haven't been in my family. Not that birthdays aren't important because we, we do celebrate birthdays. People call, and but we didn't have a lot growing up. And so birthdays were about being together and you got whatever cake you wanted and, and we would celebrate you. But it wasn't like materially they weren't a big deal. So it's interesting to me that this is the time when I am, I don't know, the birthdays are now a big deal, a bigger deal for me. Like I said, today would be my dad's 78th birthday. It's the third birthday of his without him. And today has been a little tender. Now, I, I say tender because I feel like it's not painful like it used to be. It doesn't hurt like it used to, but that doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. And so I think that sometimes we have this idea that there is this time that we should be mourning, we should be grieving for a certain amount of time, and then we should be done. And then it should be over and we should be able to move on. And we don't, I also feel like we don't move on. We move forward, but you don't get over losing somebody. You don't um, ever stop missing that person. You don't ever, ever stop wishing that they were there. So today has been, has been a tender day and I knew it would be that way, but that doesn't change the fact that it is. So a couple of years ago, I had an experience where I realized it was my grandmother's birthday. 
and my grandmothers have all passed. And uh, I realized it was my grandma's birthday. And I just all of a sudden missed her something terrible. And at the time, like I said, this was several years ago. At the time, my grandmother had been gone for at least 10 years, probably a little bit more. But I just missed her in that moment. And um, so I did something that I didn't usually do. I sat down and I just felt that. I let myself miss her. I let myself cry a little bit. I, I took some time and I wrote some of my feelings down. I wrote it out about taking a moment to just miss my grandma. I had seen something about it in a show where the, the girl said, I just need a minute to miss whoever she was missing. And I think that that's something that is really important. If you are in the grief process, wherever you are, whether it's been a couple of months or a year or two or 10 or 15, um, you're going to have moments where you miss that person. And I know this is going to sound strange, but I feel like the best advice I could give you is to stop and and to be able to to just take those moments and to miss them. Now, I know that there's not always, I know that grief and, and missing someone doesn't always come at a, a time when we can actually stop. Sometimes we're in the middle of a task, we're in the middle of a meeting, or we're in the middle of driving down the freeway or whatever. And there are moments when we can't actually stop and we have to say, okay, you know what? I will take the time to feel this, I, but I can't right now. So give me however long it is. Give me 20 minutes to get home. Give me an hour to get through this meeting. Give me a little bit of time to get through what I'm doing now. And then we will, I will sit down with you and I will take the time to feel it. Because there are going to just be times, there are going to be days when that person that you have lost, where you're going to miss them, where it's going to hurt. And I wish I could tell you something else. I wish I could tell you that it gets to a point where it doesn't ever hurt. But I would be lying to you and that wouldn't really do you any good. It doesn't do me any, doesn't do you any good for me to lie to you. So get to where you can be safe and you can have a moment and then take that moment. Sit with those feelings and feel them. Don't shove them under the rug because you know what happens when you shove them under the rug? They just build up. And then instead of when it finally boils, that pot finally boils over, and instead of you dealing with this small little inch size portion of grief, you've now got six feet of it. And it knocks you completely flat. And it makes it so that you can't do anything else. But if you feel those feelings as they come in, And even if it's, I have to wait until the end of the day when I get home and I have a little bit of time to myself, that's fine. You can wait till the end of the day and still have two, three inches instead of a couple of feet. And I think that that's something that, um, as I have been going through this this grieving process, um, it's something that I've had to learn because I didn't do it very well with a lot of the other people that I lost. Some of them I just didn't feel like I had time or maybe I didn't quite know how to do it. And maybe you're like me. Maybe you kind of grew up in an environment or with ideas wherever they came from. We're not going to point fingers or say anything's right or wrong. But maybe you grew up with ideas that you just have to push through. 
You got to be tough. You got to keep going. You got to just be tough and strong and you got to push. And if you work hard enough and push hard enough, everything's going to be okay. You just make it through. You just tough it out. And I, I will say that there are times and there are things when we just have to tough it out and we have to just get to the next moment. But again, I've learned that just because you're trying to be tough, just because you have to get through something doesn't mean you can't and doesn't mean you shouldn't take a minute or two to let those feelings in, to, to be soft, to be vulnerable, even if it's in the confines of your own room or your closet or whatever on your own, you need time to feel those feelings. And I, I say this now, I, I decided to, to put this in now instead of a little bit later because we are coming up on some, the time of year where there's a potential for things to be a little bit hard or a lot hard depending on how long it's been since you have lost that particular loved one. I know that in the first year without my father, um, his birthday is the middle of October. And then you start into the holidays and there were all of these things that I knew were going to be difficult and it all started with his birthday. It's not as tender this year. Like I said, this is the third such season that we are heading into and so it doesn't hurt as much. But I also have to tell you that 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 saying that time heals all wounds, not entirely accurate, not in the way that people make it sound because yes, it heals but it still hurts when it gets touched. It still hurts when you hit it. And so it is very tender, even though it is technically healed, I guess. So anyway, I would say, take those small moments when they come, especially now in this time of year, we're getting toward the end of the year and there's going to be a lot of holidays, special times coming up that are going to make you miss that person whoever they are. And some days, some days you're going to know. You're going to know exactly why you miss them. It's going to be a holiday or an anniversary or a birthday and you're going to know I'm probably going to miss them. That's probably going to be a tender day. I knew that today was going to be tender and it was. I knew that it was going to be tender because I knew I know my dad's birthday. There are other days that come and for no reason they're tender. There are just some days that I miss people that I've lost more than others. Last week, we made French fries, homemade French fries, and it made me miss my dad because we used to make French fries all the time when I was young. And there was no warning. Something as simple as a potato made me just really miss him. And so sometimes there's going to be a reason. And you're going to know that, you know what, on these days, honestly, I would plan a little bit of time to yourself to just take a minute and miss them. Don't cram it so full of things that you're not open to just feeling those feelings. Because like I said, they don't go away. Trust me, I shoved feelings in a box under the rug for years and years and years. And you know what? When I was finally ready to see them and feel them, they were all still there. So now I'm trying to live my life where I don't shove them all in a box. Maybe I put them on the shelf for a couple of hours or maybe even a day or two. And then I try to take them down and feel them because when we take time to 
feel them when we take time to mourn in the moment, then you know what? It's done. It's finished. It's over. And then we get to move past that. We don't have that feeling just hanging around waiting to be addressed. Really quick, I am... The year my dad died, I was traveling with a group. Um, we went to Asia, and uh, we, we hit several countries in Asia. And um, it was wonderful, and it was really fun. There was one night in the middle of the trip that I just had a rough night, a rough day, and then a rough night. And the next night, I was just missing my dad so, so much because I always called them, my parents, when I was on a trip. And I had called my mom that morning and um, I talked to her and it had been great. But I still had this thing hanging over me. This feeling that this feeling that I felt like was threatening to just derail the rest of the trip. We still had like four or five days left and I didn't want to ruin the trip. First of all, because it was expensive. And second of all, because when's the next time I'm going to get back to Indonesia and Cambodia, right? So... That was our last night in that particular place, and I decided that I needed a minute or two by myself to just miss my dad. And so we were staying in one of those little, not really little, we were staying in one of those kind of those resorts that was over the water. And so after everybody in my room that we were, I was sharing a room with went to bed, I went out on the balcony. And it was dark very dark because we were over the water and there were some lights from other um, rooms and things like that but I sat out on the balcony and I talked to my dad for like 10 minutes and I told him exactly how I felt and I thought that it would just I don't know I wasn't sure what would happen I wasn't sure if it would make a difference but um, it did I went out there I talked to my dad I had a good cry and then after about 20 minutes I uh, was able to kind of get myself together and I went inside and I got ready and I went to bed. And to my surprise, I went right to sleep. I went right to sleep and I was able to get up the next morning and we continued on our adventure and I had mostly a great time (laughs) the rest of the time. There were a couple hours then I thought I was going to die from the humidity. But other than that, it was a great trip. The rest of the trip was fantastic. So why do I tell you that? I tell you that and I tell you about today because I want you to take a few minutes when those moments come up to be brave. This isn't a moment that you think about being brave. Sometimes we think about brave as big, huge moments as, you know, fighting some big, huge company or jumping out of a plane or doing something really big. But sometimes brave is also small. Most times I would say brave is actually really small. And for me, it has taken a certain amount of bravery to actually stop in the moment and feel those to mourn a little bit in that moment the person that I'm missing to not hide from those those feelings and to just feel them and then it's amazing what happens when you just feel them and then you can almost feel them walk off it's like they're they come and they sit down and they wait to be talked to and they don't leave until you talk to them and that can be a couple of hours or days or even decades so today, and as we head into the, the end of the year, that is a difficult time of year anyway, in the best of times, for those of you that are mourning a person, grieving a person, or grieving a, 
a lost relationship or a whatever it is, a job, an identity. We can grieve so many things. It's not just people. But I would encourage you to to stop and to take those moments and to just mourn a little bit in those moments. To feel that feeling of grief when it comes up. And if you need to have a little cry, have a little cry. If you need to write it down, write it down. If you need to hit record on your phone and talk to that person or talk it out, I also do that as well. Um, Do it. Say the words out loud, write them down, feel the feelings. And then let them go. Let those feelings go because once you've felt them and you've dealt with them, you don't have to hold on to them anymore. And that is what helps the whole process feel like it's moving and that you're not just stuck in a big, deep rut in the middle of it all. Take the little moments to mourn so that you don't boil over and you don't explode and have it really knock you on your butt. There are going to be days when it knocks you on your butt anyway, but let's set ourselves up to succeed instead of setting ourselves up to fail. So today I want to say happy birthday, daddy. I love you and I miss you, but I am trying to use all of the things that you taught me to do and to be. I hope you have a fantastic day. I hope you take the small moments, take these opportunities to be brave, be brave in the moment, feel the feelings, mourn in that moment that you need to, because you can do it and it will help. It's not going to fix everything, but it will help. I want you to remember that yes, you are brave. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed what you've heard today, please leave a review down below and share this with anyone that you feel like could use a little more brave in their life. And if you'd like to follow more of my journey to be brave, you can follow me on social media and link down below. Have a fantastic day and don't forget to be brave.